This is the Servers Radio Network. Hi, I'm Rocky DeStefano, and this is A Server's Journey. And I'm Larry, and I'm glad that I'm with you here on this edition of A Server's Journey. I understand you've got a great program coming up today. Yeah, you know, as always, you know, you guys know the premise of our show is all about the fact that we all lead something or someone, and it's uh, really how you lead that matters. But today I get the honor of introducing three young people, uh, Zach Davis, Marina Krotke, and Melinda Mickett. McAteer, I well, think. Yeah, then, yeah. I, do we have enough room in the studio? I uh, mean, we are squeezed together. We are squeezed yeah. together. And especially because Misty's here, too. So, But um, it, it's a real honor to get a chance to hear from these three. And they are three of the eight people that are in charge of the entire, uh, we call it talent acquisition, but the entire hiring process at both of our restaurants. You know, we always get asked, it seems like the most listened to episodes are always around the hiring practice. I think Chick-fil-A has become known for having the best team members and leadership in uh, in our industry. And so we decided to kind of combine and bring in some special guests. So I'm going to introduce, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. <laughs> we have three um, young adults here that um, are a big part of the success of not only our first store, but our second store in uh, Claremont, Florida. So, uh, Zach, or you want Marina to introduce yourself first? Okay. Um, hi, my name is Marina. Um, I've been working at Chick-fil-A for about five years now. Zach, if you want to go, and this is great. So why don't you tell us your name, tell us how long you've worked, and Marina, tell us your title, your official title. Um, so I'm an executive director um, at our new store on Hammock Ridge, um, and I'm over the talent department. Yeah, um, so my name's Zach. I've been working for Chick-fil-A since I was 16. I started back in, I think, 2013, so it's been it's been quite a while. Um, my official title is, is, is executive director as well. I've been over the talent process for about four years almost five years and when you're talking about talent you're talking about hiring people correct correct yeah we we've we've been hiring people and and the whole process is pretty <laughs> it starts from the day that you see somebody walk in the door that has even the slightest interest um all the way to making sure that they're extremely trained you know so hi my name is melinda mcateer and i've been at chick-fil-a claremont for a year and a half now and have had the privilege of being on the hiring team for about six months you know, it's so weird. It feels like so much longer. Yeah. So, so what I always say is when somebody comes into the organization and they're a fit in the culture, it seems like they've been there forever. Mm. So you can have somebody who's been there two months, but you kind of know pretty quickly whether they're going to be part of it. So, Okay, so I'm going to kind of lead you guys through some questions, and there's absolutely no wrong answer. So just because... I can take that test. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just because we work together doesn't mean that... I'm looking for anything. I really want you guys to kind of share because the reality is um, 20 years ago I did every interview and I hired every person. And now I sit in on maybe 20 to 25% of final interviews. So I'm not the conduit to get people into our restaurant anymore. And so it's these folks here. And uh, tell me how many people total on the on each team and each store that focuses on hiring and bringing in talent 
So um, at our store on Hammock Ridge, um, there's four people that are in our talent team, uh, which includes myself um, and three other people. Yeah, and then we have um, other directors that we might ask to sit in or take over for an interview if somebody is overwhelmed this week. And you know, and how about you, Melinda? It's also four at the store on Hancock. Okay, so that's the secret. For now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, so the first question, and I, I kind of haven't prepped you guys on this, but it, tell me what you guys, in, in your words, what do you think that we value as far as a person when we're bringing in and we're talking about the culture of our restaurant? What do you think are some of the things that, you're, that, that you think this person has to have this, otherwise they're not going to fit our culture? Well, for me, uh, something that I, I think I really value when I'm interviewing somebody is if they're a good team player, um, somebody who's humble, people smart, and driven. I think those three qualities um, are essential to hiring uh, you know, somebody great that will be a good fit for our store. Yeah, I, I would say it's, it's funny. I was in racetrack the other day, and I was standing in line, and I saw this employee kind of almost go out of her way many times just to help this customer. And the customer, <laughs> you got great customers, and you have some 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 difficult ones sometimes, if we're being honest. And she was just going out of her way to serve this customer. And I think that something that we look, and I know this is you know a server's journey, but if we're being honest, we're looking for servants. Yeah. Because um, at the end of the day, I think at our core, I mean, you're talking about people that, you know, we've been with Chick-fil-A and Melinda's got a servant background too. We've been with Chick-fil-A. It's kind of in our blood to be servants a little bit. Right. Um, so when we see somebody that's going out of their way to serve somebody else, man, it's huge. Yeah. You, you notice it almost right away if that, that person's a servant, you know. And then I think you also notice, you noticed a difficult guest in a way that others probably don't. And so when you see somebody who's trying to be a servant mm. being given a, a rough deck of cards, you almost yeah. want to kind of go out there and say, let me help them or, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's just it's amazing to see people that are like that. And you know that it's going gonna, it's gonna to replicate itself when you're on your team. You know, not only are they going to serve you as a leader, which is great, but I'd almost rather, man, they're serving our team like that. They're serving right. our customers like that. Right. Um, and if you can have those kind of people that you don't even have to look at them, you know that they're a servant right from the right from the get-go, you know that's going to replicate in the, in the hiring process. So can I ask a question? How do you uh, – what is this process? You're talking about a process. So where does it start? I walk in, I have to fill out an application. What's the deal? How do you handle that? And then, Melinda, we'll go back to you. Okay. Yeah, uh, so it really starts with with the the interest of the of the applicant. They come in, they'll ask for an application, and as soon as somebody asks for an application, we're automatically vigilant of what what's going on. Do they have a pen? Um, how are they presenting themselves? Are they you know are they treating our team with respect? Um, so we start from a process of getting the application to the employee, and it goes to interview process number one, where we have a panel interview. After that, we'll usually go to Rocky or AJ, um, and AJ is our operations director or our operator at our store. We're multi-unit. Uh, and then from there, it goes to the orientation process where we go for an hour just spilling out our heart of what we believe is the most important uh, at Chick-fil-A. It goes to a two-week training process. That's something that we're very passionate about is training our team to do excellent uh, and setting them, up, setting them up with the resources to do really well. And then after that, they kind of blend into our team after that. 
so that's kind of, I would say, the application process, the whole process from beginning to end. Okay, so now, Melinda, different store, is it the same process, or have you guys uh, given it a few more wrinkles? Or I would say it's the same basic process. Um, I mean, we uh, something else that, that I'm sure you all still do at Hancock, or excuse me, at Ham, Hammock, um, is we also have the the video training, so that's okay. four mm-hmm. hours of the yeah. of the video training before they actually get the hands on. Okay, and now just because we skipped you, I wanted to get your your take on the culture piece. Like when you're looking for, okay, this person you know has got to fit this. What do you look for? Yeah, person? absolutely. I think it's interesting that you bring that up because I've actually been pondering of all teams and of all individuals on the team that have got to be clear on the values of an organization. It's got to be the hiring team because we're the ones that are multiplying our team and so we've got to be the ones that are crystal clear on what our organization stands for and the kind of people that we want to bring in to our doors to stay Um, so yeah i think zach really hit on it just the servant's heart and what i'm really looking for in someone is their ability to connect with other people because we are a service driven organization i want to see that these people can connect with other people, other human beings, um, you know, that's going to be important, whether they're a front of house person or even a back of house person, because that is so core to our organization. Um, I also want to see that somebody really cares because you can't really teach care. Right. Um, you, you really want to see that somebody cares about their work, about their presentation, about the way they connect with um, other people, whether that's me sitting across the counter or whether that's um, you know, a kid that walks by. I, I just want to see that people really, truly care. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and this is, it's a super good point what you bring up because there's things we can teach people. So, you know, Zach mentioned we're looking to see if they have a pen. Sometimes we're looking to see not necessarily when they're turning the application in, but when they come for the interview, we're looking for maybe how they're dressed. But if they're 15 and they don't have a pen, but they have everything else, we're okay because it's probably just nobody ever said to them, hey, when you go to an interview, you bring a pen. Mm. But you can't teach certain things. I can't teach character, and I can't teach, you know, as you mentioned, that care. You, you can't. You can't teach somebody to be a servant. They can get better at it, but there's people that are intuitively good at it, and so those are important things. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Marina, you mentioned uh, humble, people, smart, and driven, and we talk about this these three things all the time. Mm-hmm. Is there one that you think is the most important and maybe the most dangerous if they don't have it? Yeah, um, it's funny you mentioned that because that's something that Zach and I have talked about before, kind of uh, the recipe for being a team player, right. as we say sometimes. Um, you know, if you have somebody that's humble and people smart, um, you know, there's no drive. You know, they're going to be fun people to work right, with, you right. know, to talk to, but they're not going to be great people to get the job done. Right. Um, you know, and same with, you know, if you have somebody that's people smart and driven, you know, if they're not humble. It's, you know, they're going to probably upset people without right. necessarily yeah. meaning to. But, um, you know, I would say uh, I definitely look for somebody that uh, is people smart. Um, because I think that we can teach them um, a drive or we can show right. them kind of what our expectation is as far as, you know, what we uh, what we want from them um, and kind of help them to see what they want out of the job as right. well. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, being humble, I think, is um, is important and something I think some people can be taught. Some people it might be harder to. But right. um, I think that being being humble and people smart are pretty, uh, pretty important things yeah. for us. Absolutely. Uh, Zach, you had something I think you Yeah, 
she said something about being people smart and driven. And, and, and what I'll say about these people, generally speaking, these people are going to be great at speaking to you as a leader. Every time they see you, they're going to show you the happiest face. They're going to be great in front of you. They're going to work really hard. And they're going to seem like one of the best people on your team. And truly, operationally, they're going to be awesome. What I, what I tend to think is, okay, if this person's not humble, how are they going to treat our team when we're not looking? That's right. Yep. And 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 we've had we we've had a really uh, I'd say we we are pretty successful at hiring people most times ninety five percent of the time we find a pretty great fit right sometimes when we don't find a great fit is when somebody is people smart and driven and you don't catch that they're not humble yeah you hear about it later on yeah and, yeah and and you know of course we talk we you know we share amongst each other and you know we're looking for that because you know what I always say is. If I yell at people all the time every day, my expectation is people are going to yell at people. Mm. But that's not how I try to be. Not that I'm perfect by any, any stretch. <laughs> They've all seen me melt down at some point. You know, we're human beings. But but if I don't do that, I sure darn, I definitely don't want somebody else to do that that's representing me. Mm. Um, because it's hard enough to, to kind of, you know, have a good reputation. And then if if you allow somebody else to ruin it. So so we hear when somebody's not as humble when we're not there or mm-hmm. when we turn and go up front, mm-hmm. you know, and those are people that can be dangerous if you're not careful, you know. Yeah. And sometimes they're the best people or yep. best kids or really hard worker. You know, they have a lot of the traits, but they just don't have that humble, and that's a, that's a good. And I think that, that sometimes that's a life experience thing. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. It seems like with me, I, I think I, I want to be – prideful i think that's my nature um but i think as life goes on life teaches you to be a little bit humble yeah it's hard for somebody to teach you to be humble though yeah and the weird thing too is like you almost never and you guys probably agree melinda and uh marina very few times do we have a young woman who isn't humble i mean it happens it happens but i think that we tend to get the younger guys that are full of vigor, that are really, really competitive, that tend to maybe struggle with the humility piece. And it's not because they're bad people. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just because they're young and they're driven and they're hungry, you know, all those things. Do you guys agree with that? I mean, not that we don't have pushy young women, too. But um, we definitely do have, um, I guess you could say, pushy, yeah. uh, pushy people. But yeah. um, I would say it's easy for me um you know, to kind of catch on to those kind of traits when I see in, in younger girls that we hire. Um, and something that I think Melinda could agree with, like when I notice that, it almost makes me want to get closer to them and try to maybe see where, where the root of that is. Yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, this job, um, you know, they might not act like it means a lot to them, but I think that we can really grow people and that's where we kind of can come in and, mm-hmm. you know, it's more than just um, working at Chick-fil-A, you know, that's it's right. it's making those connections, you know, those emotional connections and relationships with, with people and, um, you know, that's not something that, you know, people get to do every day, you know, that's right. it's, it's, um, something that I kind of look at as it's a part of my job, so. Yeah, that's a great, a very great outlook. Okay, so we're we're known and I'm always you know kind of amazed because I'll sit in on interviews sometimes or after I'm given because normally what happens is as Zach mentioned somebody will have an interview or two normally there'll be a panel interview and then at some point maybe I'll get to talk to the person and I always ask them 
what was the weirdest question you were asked? <laughs> and and how did it make you feel? And I ask that because I'm always shocked at the difference and the different type of questions we ask. So, you know, I was going to ask each one of you to kind of share, you know, maybe a question or two that you try to work into every interview and then maybe what are you hoping to find out about that person from that question? I'd say I almost always try to ask what other people think about you. Okay. And there's something interesting about that. I think that most of us tend to, if somebody asks us, what do you think about yourself? I think most of us are going to polish it up real, real, you know, real neat. I think we tend, and I can't remember where I read this at too, we tend to answer a little bit more honestly when we ask what do others think. Yeah. And if we can, if we, we usually try to keep that measurable in there of being team player, people smart, humble. So when we, I think when we start to sense maybe, it, does this person have an issue with being, you know, or she, you know, we'll, we'll ask, well, what is, what do other people think about right. your skills uh, as in dealing with people? Yeah. And what do other people think about your drive? Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's a, a big part of what we try to ask. Another one is we always try to make it a little bit more fun. We want to have a professional casual environment. We don't want to have it just a casual casual. We don't want to just have it a professional professional because we realize, especially with our, our crowd, we're, we're dealing with 15 and 16 year olds. Right. Uh, they don't have a lot of interview experience. So how can we make this more comfortable for them? Because what we see is when people are comfortable, they give us their best yeah. self. Yeah. And we want to well, see and their truest self. Set, truest self. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. So so what about if, if, if you ask me, um, what do other people say about me? And I say, oh, everybody thinks I'm fantastic. <laughs> I mean, have you had people say that? And then what would your thought be about that? So then, then I, I think to myself, okay, let's dig a little bit deeper here. <laughs> right. So what do you mean by that? Yeah. And, and open, op, open-ended questions have always yielded some pretty great results. You know, I think, uh, you know, it's a mistake sometimes to want to ask a question that's a yes or a no question. Right. And then it's a dead end in an interview. Yeah. If we're, if we're talking 20% of the time in an interview, around that I think we're doing a great job because right. we're allowing that person to display themselves as much as they possibly can okay how so. about you guys what, what what are some of your favorite questions I really like what Zach said about um, just keeping it light and keeping it fun because we really want the interview environment although it is an interview we really want it to be a, a um, more of a conversation yeah. in which people mm-hmm. can be their true authentic self uh, we don't want anything more. We don't want anything less. Um, and I think that we as interviewewers have the opportunity to model that by being authentic with them as That's well. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, in opening kind of a conversation with them, I love to start with the question, hey, tell me a little bit about this season of life for you. Uh, because what that's doing, it's it's a it's open-ended, but it's also a little more specific than, hey, tell me a little bit about yourself. Because then I'm going to be hearing about their dog and their volleyball team and stuff like that. Right. Um, so what I really want to hear is, you know, tell me about this season of life. Where are you headed? Where are you coming from? And I think that question is going to answer a lot of other questions without actually having to ask. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then, I, you know, uh, it, that's a great question. And that's actually one that I hadn't heard you guys were asking. But I think question. it's a great question. Um, and, and I think you're right about the, the reality is we're not a professional environment. I mean, we, we're, we're not. We, we have to be professional. And we take service very serious, but the quirkier we can be 
and the more ourselves we can be, the customers sense that. So you don't have to be scripted as this is what great Chick-fil-A customer service looks like because across our team, it, Ocean is completely different than Melinda, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But if Ocean is Ocean and shows the servant spirit, then people are going to be wowed by her. And you know, I had a conversation with one of our young people named uh, Ribbon, which one of my favorite all-time names, but yesterday at the store, and I was just struck again by how interesting and unique Ribbon is. But when he is himself and he is serving people, it connects, mm-hmm. even though it's completely different than me. And everything he says, I'm just like wowed by because I'm like, that's so different than who I am. But it's still, it's him. So, Marina, how about you? What do you... Um, so I, I really like to ask people, um, you know, why did you pick Chick-fil-A? You know, why, um, out of all the places, you know, in Claremont, why Chick-fil-A? And I usually know what I'm going to get out of that answer for the most part. Um, you know, people are going to say, well, you know, you guys have great food, you have great service. Um, you know, they kind of give you what you want to hear at first, but I kind of like to dig a little deeper and say, you know, well, other than that, you know, what, what is it that, that drew you to Chick-fil-A? And um, most of the time, um, the answer I'm usually looking for is they're looking for an opportunity or they're looking to move up with the company. Um, and even when they're, you know, 16, 17 years old, um, you know, I started when I was 17 and, you know, maybe I didn't necessarily see myself, you know, working for Chick-fil-A this long, but I'm so happy that I did. And I was given the opportunities to, you know, develop myself and be, you know, given the chance. Um, so that's something that I look, I like to look for the people that are uh, wanting to be developed. Yeah. Um, but another que- a question I like to ask is, um, what are you passionate about? You know, what, um, aside from, you know, us interviewing you right now, what, what do you like to do outside of work? What is something right. that you are really passionate about? And um, I feel like you, you do get to kind of know them a little bit better. Right. Sure. Um, kind of get past surface level mm-hmm. uh, with that. So. Well, I think it's important, like, again, yesterday, my favorite thing in the entire world to do is to actually work a position with people. So yesterday I was in Hancock, and I was working next to Kyle Baker and next to um, Kenneth, and I just don't know them as well because as we've grown so quickly, it's hard to keep, you know, I used to be able to walk in and know everything about everybody, their brothers, sisters, parents, their hobbies. And now uh, it's more of a struggle, but the first thing I always start with is, and I actually ask Kenneth, hey, Kenneth, what are you passionate about? And we had this 30-minute conversation while, we were, while I was doing fries and he was doing sandwiches all about photography. And, you know, I got to know him better, and you can see somebody kind of come alive, and I think they're their truest self when we're talking about what their passion is. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right, so we, uh, this is a great topic, and this is going to become one of my favorite uh, <coughs> several episodes because I think we've got a lot of content here. But for this right now, we're going to go ahead and pause this episode. We're going to bring these guys back again for Good another idea. show because I think we've got more Larry to ask them. Good idea. We'll see you on the next show. Then. All right. As always, uh, you are the chips to my salsa, and I appreciate all the work behind the board there. Uh, We want to thank um, this group of young people for being here. They are uh, much more knowledgeable than their age, and um, yes, that's it's that's yeah, that's quite evident. I think you'll see that in the next episode. Yeah, uh, we are all on a journey, guys. Remember that, and we really believe it's how you serve in that role, and that's why we share the server's journey every Wednesday. I'm Rocky Destefano. I want to thank you for joining us, and together we're becoming better leaders.